1: Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, your daily resource for science, space, and technology. NASA's OSIRIS-REx spacecraft has made an amazing discovery. The asteroid that it's been orbiting since December, well, it's been spewing material out into space. That asteroid, which is named Bennu, has ejected up to 11 times. And no one is quite sure why it's ejecting material. And this can cause some problems because OSIRIS-REx, well, it's supposed to grab a sample from Bennu and return it back to Earth so scientists can examine it. And they want to study asteroids because they're the remnants, the leftovers, of our early solar system. And before they can do that, the OSIRIS-REx mission team is going to learn as much as they can before they actually get a sample. And there's another thing that's going to cause problems with this. Well, Bennu seems to be a little bit more rugged than the scientists originally thought. That being said, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for this craft to get a sample. But the OSIRIS-REx team has already learned a lot, and the mission team now knows that I'll have to work extra hard to characterize and map the surface of the object before they can start any sampling and they want to meet the deadline of July of 2020. Dante Loretta, who's the principal investigator for the OSIRIS-REx mission, said, we don't see any reason why we couldn't. And these scientists have been gathering data on the asteroid using telescopes on Earth and in space. And how Bennu's temperature changes and how light reflected off the rocks, the OSIRIS-REx team thought that the asteroid would have a lot of smooth areas and finer grains to the surface, like sand or, you know, not a lot of big rocks there. So the sand was cool, right? So that you can just dip down in, grab a little bit of sand. It's like when you go to the beach, it's easy to pick up. And it would be easy for this uh, Osiris Rex to bring it back to Earth because it's scoopable. But the spacecraft doesn't scoop. It has a robotic arm and it just gently taps on the surface for about five or six seconds and then it grabs a sample. It fires nitrogen gas, and it stirs up the particles on the asteroid, and then it shoots those particles, whatever they are, sand, rocks, whatever, shoots them up inside of the spacecraft. When OSIRIS-REx got to Bennu, well, they found that it's not sandy. It's not as sandy as they thought. It's rugged, and it's very bouldery, and the team estimated that there would be just one boulder on Bennu that's about 10 to 20 meters wide, And they're seeing a couple hundred boulders within that size range now. And the rugged terrain introduces a lot of risk into the sample collection. And it could also throw the spacecraft off, or large particles could clog the sampler. So whatever they do on the surface of the spacecraft, it's going to be a little bit more dangerous than what they thought. But those boulders aren't all bad. They think that maybe those boulders are actually giant piles of sand. They could be sand that's been collected together over time. And that's not as dangerous as a large rock. Loretta goes on to say, the good news is we think that it's a and that we will get a sample off the surface, but it's going to require some work to improve the guidance system to get us into a tighter spot. Osiris-Rex isn't really designed for a tight spot though so they have to upgrade their guidance systems. And it's built to touch down within 25 meters of the sample site. Loretta and his team have realized that they're going to need a little bit more accuracy when it comes to landing the craft and getting a sample. And now they're looking at patches that are just about 5 to 20 meters across, so significantly less. So they're gonna have to tweak the guidance system and they're gonna have to map Bennu's surface in great detail. I'm going to take a quick break to pause for the cause, pay some bills, and when I get back, I'm going to talk more about this asteroid, and what OSIRIS-REx can do to make this mission a success. So OSIRIS-REx needs to have a more complicated and more sophisticated uh, landing system now, right? So they have to make a map of Bennu's surface. They have to catalog all the features on the asteroid in a lot of detail and OSIRIS-REx will have to use surface characteristics that they get from these maps to triangulate and figure out where it's pointing. This will take a lot of high-resolution imaging and analysis, and that's not what the team expected, but they're confident that they can do it, and Loretta goes on to say, it's just more time and more work for the science. In the meantime, OSIRIS-REx will continue to orbit Bennu, get more data, and the asteroid they found out slightly wider than the height of the Empire State Building. It is pretty big, but it doesn't have a lot of gravity. And a cool fact, when Osiris-Rex started orbiting Bennu on December 31st, the asteroid became the smallest object that's ever been orbited by a space vehicle. The whole time that Osiris-Rex has been orbiting Bennu, Um, It's been ejecting. Bennu's been ejecting stuff into space. So these ejected pieces actually remain in orbit around Bennu. So they become natural satellites, which is also a first. No one's ever seen this before. So this alone is breaking science. Like This is amazing science that happened because of the spacecraft. And if they don't get the return sample, well, it's going to be cool enough that they did this and that they also orbited the smallest thing ever. And they also discovered that Bennu has water in it. It's in hydrated clay on the inside of Bennu. And they found magnetite, which typically forms within water systems and is usually an indication of intense water activity. So does this have an internal water system in it? Well, they're going to keep doing some observations and possibly, just possibly, we'll figure that out. And the team already has a few sample sites to land on. And, well, they're going to figure it out in the summertime. They're going to actually choose one, but they already have a couple ideas of where they want to land. So when you look at an asteroid, it's basically a snapshot of our early solar system. They've been around before planets, which were formed 4.5 billion years ago. Scientists think that asteroids like Bennu may have brought water and organic materials to Earth which could have sparked the earliest formation of life on our planet. And if it's possible on Earth, it's well, it's possible anywhere in the solar system. So an asteroid like Bennu, it could have stopped on Mars. It could have hit a uh, moon, you know, like something like Titan, and it could have brought the beginnings to life to our neighbors in the cosmos. I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend that time with me and on the Space News Pod. I really do appreciate it. If you like these episodes, please hit that subscribe button and also leave a good review on iTunes. That really does help the podcast grow. This has been the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and I will see you soon.